Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Panatic Podcast, the weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. The Pen Addict is a show on the glorious 5x5 network and my name is Mike Hurley and this week I am joined by what can only be described as two of the best pens around kept in a beautiful leather package. I have got, of course, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike. And we have returning guest, Anna Reinert. Hi, Anna. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks for coming back today. No problem. Oh, we love having you on the show, and and all of the listeners do too. So, thank you. So we're we're a, a good trio, I think. So, Mister so, Dowdy, what's happening today, sir? What what do we got? Uh, well, we have a little bit of follow up on uh, a few of the the topics we covered last week, but we wanted to get Anna back on to do a gift guide show for. Um, this year since Christmas and the holidays are coming up. We wanted to uh we had a good feedback last year when you and I did it and then uh Anna took me to task afterwards on her blog um about uh, some of my choices. So uh that one I think that was that the first time we got you on uh last year, Anna? Was after no. that? Yeah, it was. It was after that. Yeah. So after that show last year, uh, we had Anna on to talk about uh, some of our disagreements about that. And, uh, you know, luckily we've been able to get you back a million times since then, which I I love doing. And uh, I think this maybe will be an annual thing. Awesome. Yeah. So so let's talk about the one topic that I don't want to talk about, Mike. And that's the that's the visionaire. it so was, you go. You have you have some you have some comments on this, and so I can't remember what it was that took me to uh, back to the Visionaire page this week. I think that there might have been an update. I think that the pens have started shipping out, or, or it may have just been you know after the show. I wanted to go and take a look. Um, and I was kind of just having a look through, and I was looking, at, and the comments were. I wouldn't even say they were mixed. Like the comments that I could see, and I was—I I read through quite a few. They were resoundingly positive about the pen, people receiving the pen, but they did seem like um, novice opinions in in many many places. Not a criticism, just an observation. Um, and, and I don't know how much of a difference that that actually does make. Like I don't know if potentially. A novice, a pen novice, would be harsher or or more forgiving. I I don't know, in all honesty, but th- that was just an observation that I made. Um, and it seemed like you know that the, the kinds of complaints that there were seemed like complaints which could be levied against many pens, like they were rattling, like so the clip was rattling on the cap, which I have many pens that I've paid lots of money for where that happens. Um, and. There seemed to be like, and then I was doing some reading around in forums and stuff, like some of the stuff that we had last week, and um, like there's an argument that, and the argument that that I think comes from um, what's the guy's name again? Morgan. Morgan is that he commissioned this pen to be made, and that this this company um, in in China the factory, used his mould to create their own with less quality materials. And and I kind of feel like... I, I have this like moral dilemma about this discussion because 
I feel like right now we have me and you, Brad, have as a much to go on either side of this. Like we don't know for sure either. So I, I kind of feel bad when we rip it apart and then I sort of read about it and I'm like, well, I have no proof that it is such and such way. So maybe we're being harsh. And and it seems like a lot of the people that are, are saying, you know, this is a rip off and they actually don't have one yet. So mm. They're doing it on sight alone. And if if Morgan's story is true, then sight alone do, actually doesn't help. Because if he if he's correct, if he's if he's being honest and he has a true story, in that he did whether he designed this pen or not, let's move past that now. Um but if he, you know, requested this pen to be made, the this this Chinese company could be making um much cheaper quality versions than what he is sending and then sending out. I mean, I, I do think there's arguments to be had on both sides. And, you know, I am, we don't know for a fact necessarily anything because we're not Morgan. But the problem, the recurring, there's so many recurring issues of Morgan's answers and stance on a lot of this to where he doesn't answer any questions um, or just goes off on these wild tangents that, you know, no one is interested in hearing. And my argument all along from the very first time we mentioned it is every single person who backed this project is going to get a perfectly fine pen. And I think that's what we're finding out in the messages of Kickstarter. Um, everyone's enjoying their pen. Now, I will say that the vast majority of the comments that are reading are from complete fountain pen novices that you know don't know how to unscrew the barrel to put the ink cartridge in. And that's a like a recurring theme. Like this is a lot of people's first fountain pen. And the price point at $37, you know, everyone's okay with that too because it's really, you know, they didn't pay $80 for the pen or they didn't pay $125 for the pen. They're okay with the price that they paid for whatever they received. And, you know, my argument all along is just that this is no different from any $5 Chinese fountain pen that you can buy online right now. Yeah, and and we kind of, I think, rightly put that in a way $37 is more uh, offensive to people that spend hundreds of dollars on pens because I own pens that are 25 to $30 which are incredible quality, the best pens I own oh I mean the, the Pilot Metropolitan would annihilate this Visionaire on a side to side comparison and it's half, it's less than half the price yeah so I'm I mean, just going to wait and but, see. I mean, I, I expect to have mine in a couple of weeks. Cool. So, yeah, and it's going to be fine. It's just, you know, it's, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think, the, I try to give Morgan the benefit of the doubt, but he doesn't help himself. Sure. I can kind of see the headlines now, like, pen addict Mike Hurley embraces the visionaire as the best pen he's ever owned, you know? I'd be, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> 
I, I would be okay with you buying a $5 Chinese fountain pen and saying it's the best pen I ever own. Oh, look at that. See, you can't. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I, that's a fair statement. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So I, I think we've about uh, beaten this dead horse. Anna, uh, what is your take on this? Um, well, I haven't been following the situation as closely as you guys have because I did not actually um, commit to purchasing one, so I haven't really followed it. Um, I've kind of been listening to what you guys have said over the last few weeks about it. Um, and I do know just from having worked um, a bit with Chinese manufacturers that their their policies about um, copyright and trademark on designs is not as stringent as it is here in the United States. Um, so it is possible that the, this Morgan designed this pen and then the, the um, they just kept making them, you know, after his quantity. And so now they're selling them for a fraction of what they were before. I don't, I, honestly, I don't know, but um, I do feel like just from the sounds of things, it sounds it doesn't sound completely legitimate to me. You know, it, there's a little, there's a lot of waffling. And I know that there's a lots and lots and lots of vendors in Asia um, that you can buy pens from and buy other things. And um, especially if you're buying in large quantity, you can say, hey, I like this pen, but I'd like you to make it in a different material or a different color or with a different finish. And if you order enough, they'll make a run of them for you in whatever you know treatment you want I mean that's we've I've done a lot of work in Asia doing that where I want this thing but I want it this you know 20% bigger and and they you know retool things and make it for you the way that you want it so I mean I, it, it could go either way but I, I feel like chances are I don't know I, I, I lean towards where you guys are at and that he probably started with something that was already there and maybe modified it to meet his criteria and then sort of sold it as an original concept. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a sneezy cat. Is that sneezing? <laughs> wow. That's all uh, right. Mike, everybody is sick. I know. Mike sneezing. I've already gone mute twice just so I could, uh, you know, cough on. <laughs> so we're all sick. It's the, it's the sick podcast. Yeah, there must have sorry been some, some contaminated ink somewhere. Yeah, it's got but what, what one a couple things on what Anna said, and and I think she's she's totally right and on point. And I've also one of the things I've always said: there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting your pen manufactured in China or you know buying any you know Chinese merchandise. It's that you, I don't think this is what Kickstarter should be used for for one, and then you know it, it just kind of defeats the purpose of that whole creative thing. I mean, I guess you know. I don't know. I just feel like there's not enough originality in this pen to say that this was an original design by, by someone. Um, and you know, when you he might it, he might have put his stamp on it, you know, his like you mm -hmm. said, you know, here's here's kind of some of the specs I want, but you know, all of that's pretty much pre-made stuff. Yeah, and when you so. put it up against some of the other pens that have been on Kickstarter that were more original designs, like Karis Customs. Um, 
where they're hand tooling them, they're making a point of making them in the United States, and they're making them one at a time, you know, I mean, it's, you feel like you're really supporting a small business trying to get their feet under them, and get a business, like a business model going, where I feel like this guy is sort of a one and done, he's gonna do this, he's gonna make his bankroll or whatever. And I don't know that we'll ever hear from him again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We might uh, on if I don't know, he can he might can design another pen and, and just kinda kinda go the same route. I mean, it's just the same as, you know, uh, some of the um some of the American retail online retailers that stock, you know, all the basic Chinese fountain pens like Jin Hao and Hero and some of these that would just stock them, but except for they're selling them for what would be a normal retail price, you know, like in the five or ten dollar range. But Morgan's like really jacked up this price, and I, I just don't think it's fair, or fair is not the right word, but I just don't think people who are purchasing it understand what they're purchasing it purchasing. And they, that that has kind of never gotten through to a lot of the backers on the Visionaire. And, you know, there's nothing we can really do about that. But I, I just think, you know, things like Morgan, I think it's very telling, Mike, when Morgan's, okay, so the Visionaire is $37, right? And when he says things like he's spending all this money, like on packaging, like he said he spent $5 alone on the packaging. That's extremely telling to me which he didn't plan for up front, the packaging. Mm. It came after the fact, and he's saying he spent $5 on each of these packages. That's 15% of the total, or about 15%, I guess, of the total cost of the pen that he didn't plan for up front. So what is he paying for these pens? That's what's telling to me, which makes me think it's exactly what, we, what I think it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. I agree. So that's that's these are the things that are coming out that are, you know, I'm I'm trying to trying to justify in my head, and in a lot of it, I'm it it doesn't add up, um, to what it should be. Anyway, I said we we're gonna stop talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard because we keep getting asked about it too. So, um, but yeah, I but I also I do see your point, Mike, where there is a fair probability or there is at least some chance that it could be perfectly legit. I I mean, legit's not, and Morgan's not doing anything illegal or bad. You know, I just think, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just not right through Kickstarter to, to do this type of thing. So anyway. How's not co going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. Um, I, w- I was behind the sewing machines this weekend again. Um, Jeff keeps throwing me behind there. Um, you know, hopefully I'm doing a good job. Uh, I think I am. So it, it's fun. Um, we finally got all the money transferred as of like Friday. Yeah. So we were a- we were able to order, start ordering. I ordered a bunch of products, bunch of stuff, bunch of materials this weekend. Um, actually, in the in the um, like our famous uh, UPS driver ringing the doorbell during the uh, during the podcast several times back in the day, it's very possible that an eighteen wheeler could be rolling up with um, packaging supplies. No way! Any minute um, while we're how much have you ordered? Um, a lot. <laughs> hey, we got a lot of cases to ship, so you know. Humble brag. Yeah, we well, it was two, <laughs> two, 
there's 2,000 and something backers. There's not, nothing humble bragging about it. It's right there in black and white. So I'm sending out at least that many orders. <laughs> I can tell you that. <coughs> so, but it, yeah, I, ha- I ordered so much packing supplies. It has to come on a, a, on a large semi truck. <laughs> wow. It's too much for like UPS and stuff to handle. So yeah, so that actually might be rolling up. I heard my phone ring out uh, out in the kitchen. So I'm wondering if that's the truck driver saying he's close. So we'll we'll see if he uh, he rolls in during during this episode. It's like I imagine you've you've always dreamed of something related to your pen hobby arriving on a truck. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never thought of it that way. Um, I didn't think it was going to be uh, uh, envelopes, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Still, it's it's cool. So I'm going to be the uh, the shipping de- department uh, here at my house is going to be kicking into high gear in about I don't know maybe a week or so, and we have most of the early bird stuff done already. So I don't want people to think that it's getting ready to ship and they should expect it any day now. But hopefully. You know, by around another week, week and a half, I can start getting some packages in the mail to the post office, and some of the early bird people will start seeing their stuff in early December. I hope so. That's the that's plan awesome. right now. Yay! That's Yay. awesome. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited. So uh, we're just cranking away. We've got lots more cases to go, but um, all right, everything's going pretty good so far. No change in shipping dates or anything like that. So everything's looking just fine. So go planning. <laughs> We'll see if it, we'll see if we pull through, but yeah, it's going good, going good. All right, one last one last thing that just popped up on my screen before we we got on this call and before we get into the gift guide episode, which I'm actually really excited about doing. I want to hear about some of these these pens and and papers and things that we're all uh, that we all like and want to recommend to other people. But um, our friend and listener and five by five jackal Mikey Reach um, sent me a tweet. Right before I got online, that one of my um, old, I guess one of my old pen reviews for a Pilot G2, a mini Pilot G2 in turquoise, landed on Reddit in the penmanship porn uh, subreddit for and under the title of that sexy architect penmanship. <laughs> yep, that's that's you all over, buddy. <laughs> And it was just too funny to not to not share this in the uh, in the show notes and talk about it on the episode. But it's just hilarious because it's really it's a poor example of my handwriting. Um, I felt, and I actually responded. If uh, I won't tell everyone my Reddit name, but if you go in there, go in that thread, I have responded to that thread, and you can figure it out. Um, my Reddit name, um, and I, I've replied back with basically, you know, here's a here's a link to what I think is my good penmanship that you know. Puts that uh, puts that one that they link to in shame, but in in typical Reddit form, the highest ranking uh, reply to the original post is <laughs> is a pun on one of the uh, I guess a, a pen pun on one of the words or one of the uh, sentences that I put in there, and and we all got a quite a laugh about that. I don't know if I can say that on the episode. I would leave it out, but uh, people can go and can go and find it themselves. <laughs> Now yeah, they're extra well, I, curious. Yeah, people yeah. will definitely go now. So you'll find it in the show notes, which you can find at 5by5.tv slash penaddict slash 81. 
Yeah, so you can see all the pin the pin puns that uh, everyone enjoyed uh, posting and that are all that have uh, been upvoted the most. And then you can you can find my my secret Reddit name if you uh, if you want to stalk me on Reddit now, which I'm not very active on Reddit, but I do have an account just for things like this, so I can reply if I need to. But anyway, all right, let's get into this gift guide, Mike. All right. Well, before we do that, we should take a moment mm-hmm. to thank our sponsor. I think absolutely. Would you agree, sir? I very much agree. So let's take a moment to thank our fine sponsor for this episode, which is the great people over at Squarespace.com. Squarespace are the only one platform that make it fast and easy to create your own professional website, online or online portfolio, maybe uh, a site for a store, a blog, whatever you want to put online, they can help you out with a free trial and 10% off your first purchase. You want to go to squarespace.com and use the code TALLYHO11. Now, you've heard us talk about the great stuff at Squarespace, like the 24-7 customer support, their beautiful templates, which make it really easy to um, make your pages, design your pages. I redesigned my blog uh, a couple of days ago. just took me half an hour. I tried out a a few different themes, picked one that I like, made some small tweaks to it, and I love it. I'm really happy with it. But I wanted to take a moment today to talk about something very um, awesome that Squarespace have just released in the last couple of days. They have released some new iOS apps, um, and there are some Android apps coming very soon. Um, And what they've done is they've completely uh, overhauled what they had on iOS. So they've got two new apps now, one called Blog and one called Metrics. And with the Blog app, you can easily draft, post, and schedule um, you can also review your posts there too, if you maybe you've got a multi-author blog. And they've implemented they've what they've done is they've fully integrated it with their layout engine system, which is their page building system. So you can really easily format text and markdown for your posts. But my favorite thing is when you insert an image, you can tap it and hold it and drag it around the page to position it. I've never done something like that in on iOS before. In like an in like a blogging application, I've never seen that before, um, and that's I think that that's really awesome because it allows you some real good um, control with how your images are going to be seen. And they also the Squarespace Metrics app. What they've done is it has all of the uh, the, the statistics that you'd find in Squarespace. So like your page views, unique visitors, um, and they can give you projections as well for for your website as well to to guess how much. Uh, traffic you can get over a certain period but they've also integrated um, with social stuff so you can see how many you can like have your twitter accounts in there and your facebook accounts and your instagram accounts and you can see how many friends and and followers and stuff like that that you have so it's a couple of really cool apps which are just they come free with all squarespace accounts so you have to have a squarespace account to use them um and i think that it's it's just another thing that makes squarespace superior to to everybody else when it comes to to building a website um, so Brad, did you have anything that you wanted to say at all about the apps that I, that I haven't? Well, the the apps, the first first round of apps, it's Squarespace has been doing these iOS apps since I guess Squarespace version five. I'm guessing. Yeah, it was five. Yeah. Yeah, and they've been a they've been a real challenge for Squarespace and people like myself who you know update their blog, blogs frequently had constant issues with the old versions of apps and you know to the point where I, I would delete the app and not use it and you know then I'd add it back they'd make some update and then I'd add it back and it's still the functionality just wasn't there and you know the old app combined you know the blog piece and the editing piece and it had the metrics all in the same app and um they all it was all in one app just like one blog app now they've broken it out and I haven't I just downloaded it last night so I haven't played one of the 
worst things in the old app was editing an existing post. Like if I put out a post and someone pinged me later that I made a typo, which I love when people do. I don't take offense to that at all. It's horrible. And I, I want to be corrected because <laughs> I'm a terrible speller and sometimes I don't catch everything. And in, in the old app, if I'd go and edit them in the app, I would just end up destroying my whole post through the iOS app. It just didn't work for me. And the mark, Markdown wasn't integrated very well. And I wrote all my posts in Markdown. Um, so it just something would happen in there. So I think this new app is built with things like that in mind. Yeah, definitely. So it's going to be a lot easier to um, to work with my blog in these apps. And I don't know, I might start, I'm going to maybe test some, doing some posts in that and see if it would make it easier. Because I think the one thing, I use my phone for pretty much everything now, except for writing. And just because I, I don't have to put all these images and links in my post, and that's harder to do on the phone than just writing, you know, straight text and formatting it, you know, with markdown links or whatever. So I'm anxious to try this out. And um, I tell you what, they look beautiful. They um, they did a good job yeah. on the design. So I'm anxious to give it a, a full uh, full run through and see uh, how many improvements they've made. But it looks like it's uh, on the right track so far. So if for any reason you've heard about the app not being, you know, perfect, I mean, in all honesty, and this isn't me just saying it, I never had a problem with the apps. I, I don't, I know that people did, but I was always fine. Maybe it's just because I don't, I don't really post too often. So it was okay for what I needed. Um, but you can go and try, try them out for yourself now. Go sign up for a free trial. You can give it, you can give all the stuff at Squarespace a whirl. Um, so you can start a free trial now. No credit card needed to do so. And when you decide to sign up, then if you use the offer code TALLYHO11, that's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-1-1, it's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. And we'll show your support for the pen addict and all of 5x5. So that's Squarespace, everything that you need to create an exceptional website. So let's do this thing. So we have, a, we have our gift guide. So we have a few categories for the gift guide. We have regular pen, fountain pen, Ink, paper, accessory, and then some sort of random picks at the end. Um, I think we've got a couple of those. Um, I seem to have personally not put in a wish list item, so I will be doing that. Uh, we also have a wish list item as well, so I will come up with one of those. While yes, we are that was that was um, that was um, official show mascot Kanuni Renishin's idea. Right. We were talking about doing a gift guide. She says, "Yeah, do the gift guide," but I want to know what you guys want for the holidays too. So um, that was at her request. I will think of something and put it in. So, right, she will write. She will write bad things about you. I know. I'm, I must make sure that I will suffer at the the wrath. Of, of our mascot, if I do not uh, provide a, a wish list item, so I, I will, I will. By the time that we get round to that, luckily it's the last one. I will definitely have one because I have some lists of stuff that I like anyway. So, I will start off being Mister Obvious. I, I feel like my list is not going to be as exciting um, as as Brad and Anna's. I, I feel like most people could probably just guess mine and like if you just stop the show now and have a guess you'd probably get them but i feel like some of my stuff is 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 you know excellent and i'll obviously start off with what i consider to be one of the best pens ever made for my sort of regular pen is the retro 51 tornado rollable 
pen. Um, I just think for twenty dollars, they range from about twenty to twenty-five dollars. Um, if you and there's a range, jet pens have a pretty good range of the colors and styles. I just don't think you can get better. the The build quality and the look—they're so distinctive. They look so much more expensive than they are, and then they're a real sort of talking point. Um, pen. They have some special edition ones that go up to like $30, which are made out of really cool metals. Um, I've been speaking about these pens for ages, and it seems to be like a staple of the show that people will buy one as an entry pen, and, and then we'll send in pictures of us or, or, or tweets to us where they say that you know that, that we're right, and it's an incredible pen. If you are getting started, or you know somebody in your life that wants to get started with looking at pens in a new way and buying some nicer stuff, I don't think you can do any better for the quality, uh, for the price limit that you get with the Retro 51. I, I still think to this day, it's probably one of my most recommended pens it, it, by, by far. I just can't see why you wouldn't be able to use it. Like I just yep. can't see how it could be a problem for somebody. I have even bought one this year, and I like it too. Excellent. It's a See? good pen. Hey, it was green. What can I say? Yes, you <laughs> made the right choice. So, Anna, what is what is your recommendation in this category? Well, I kind of expected someone else to mention the Retro 51, so I decided to go a little bit different with a regular pen and assume that maybe this is another pen addict trying to sort of get a friend, family member interested in something other than what comes out of their office supply cabinet at work. So I suggested maybe doing like a multi-pen set, like the Pilot Juice has a 12-color set that you can get for $20, Yeah, about 20 bucks, um, which is just, they're nice pens, they're retractable, gel ink. I like them. They're, they, they've been the, my sort of go-to pen this year, the one that sits in the cup on my desk. Yeah, those are awesome pens. I keep... That's something every time I order something from Jet Pens, I usually throw one or two more of the juice in there, <laughs> especially since they come in the .38 now, which I like. Yeah, me um, too. And they come in all these great colors. That's that's a that's an awesome idea. And then plus you can, you know, put a little note with the uh, link to the website in it, and they can go have some more fun. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I mean, if if buying somebody like a whole set of pens wasn't something that appealed um my other option would be to do like a multi-pen so if you were looking for something that was like a higher end the zebra charbo which comes in at about 50 dollars but will hold is it two two plus one two plus a mechanical or you can put a a gel or ballpoint in there but that seemed like the kind of thing where you could Again, maybe buy the case for somebody and then give them a gift certificate for jet pens to fill it themselves mm-hmm. or at least get them started with some stuff. Um, and if, you know, $50 for a Charbo is too much for somebody, something like the Unistyle Fit, um, they have a new one called the Meister. I hadn't seen it before. It's a three color and it's $16.50. It seemed like a good option. And of all the multi-pens that I have, I tend to use the Uni-style fit more than I use the high-tech C Kalito um, or any of the other ones I have floating around. I keep them all at work, and they just sort of 
randomly go with me to meetings. So I really <laughs> like the unis. Um, they write really well even after they've been sitting on my desk for a year. The Kalita would actually be my my choice. That's, I, I bought one of those well over a year ago and I don't use it very often but I do I did really really enjoy it I like that a lot a lot of really cool colors you could get for that too yeah well like like uh you Anna I assume for for my regular pen category I assume someone on this panel would mention retro 51 so I didn't go there either (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Predictable (laughs) so I went a little bit off the reservation and this is a new pen I just I bet I've only had it not even a month, and it really caught me off guard how much I like it because I thought it would be okay. I didn't expect to love it like I do, and that's the Lamy 2000 ballpoint. It's um, when, I ha- when I buy a pen and I spend as much time just looking at it and holding it as much as I do writing with it, I know it's pretty special. I've shown this pen to a couple people like uh, Jeff, my partner at Knock, and he's just like blown away by the construction of it. Um, I was a little bit worried before I ordered it about the refill. And, you know, if the refill was no good, I was going to be disappointed. Um, the refill is actually spectacular. It's very smooth, very clean writing. Um, and as a matter of fact, my wife has already laid claim to this pen. So if that tells you anything, um, I'm going to have to order her some blue refills for it. But um, I no longer have this Lamy 2000 that I just bought because she liked it so much. Um, I, I gave it to her. So she's going to use that at, at work. But I was very impressed with this pen. And um, surprisingly so. And, and liked it enough that I, I think it's, uh, it's well worth a recommendation for uh, if someone's looking for a, a good gift for someone. It's, I think it's $65. So it's not exactly cheap, but compared to the rest of the Lamy 2000 line and as beautiful and classically designed as this pen is, I think it's a pretty good deal. Well, my initial thought as soon as I heard regular pen was to recommend the Keras Customs Retract, but I don't think that they're finished with their Kickstarter yet. I went and looked at their website, and um, it says you can pre-order, but I don't know if they'll have them ready in time for the holidays. Yep, that was on my short list as well, too. And I just got mine in uh, from the Kickstarter campaign uh, last week, and I'm liking it a lot. Which one did you get? I got the the regular standard aluminum, and I have filled it with the Uniball Sino RT 0.38 millimeter blue black refill, and it's killer. Fits great, works great, looks great. It's awesome. I'm curious about the weight on the uh, the aluminum. If you get around to uh, weighing it, I'd be curious because I have a brass one and it weighs a ton. <laughs> yeah, I, it's I've beautiful, had but it's heavy. Yeah, Mike. I sent Mike the Render K in brass, and I have the bolt in brass, and they're all way too heavy for me. No, I, I have the bolt in brass. Oh, you have the bolt in brass, so I have the Render K in brass. I'm yeah, uh, I, those crossed up. It's a lot lighter. I mean, I've had my retract for a while because I'm special. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's much much lighter than the the brass render K. I think the brass ones are just heavy. Looks heavy by nature, you know. I like keeping it on my desk as a potential weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, do you know what? I kind of feel like the Karas Customs guys would like that in a way. Oh yeah, you totally. Know? I think they'd be happy to hear that, that that people are protecting themselves with with their with their pens. <laughs> I thought that's something Dan would be happy with. So moving on to to, to fountain pens. Um, so 
I recently I've been using the stuff that I bought at the pen show. However, um, due to a uh, package that I received from um, our, our guest today, uh, I came in possession of a, a Twisby nib in fine, and I put it on my uh, Twisby 540. Which I have the 540 ROs, the Republic of China, the ROC Special Edition. Um, and I've fallen in love with the Twisby 540 again. It's all I've used for the last week. Sweet! Um, I just, I'd forgotten how incredible this pen was because I'd been using the Mini and I'd mm. loved the Mini. And then I moved away into other things. And now I've gone back to the 540 and the fine nib is just incredible. So, like, as I've, I've moved towards that a little bit more as well since the last time I used this. And it performs excellently on all paper types. So, I can write... I love having a fountain pen that I can reliably write in field notes with. Um, with When it's clipped to my field notes, it's pretty much just the same size as the book, which is good. Um, and having the full-size pen again has just been fantastic. And... and, and in the same vein as the Retro 51, if you can, see the thing is, if you can find a 540, because they're more difficult to find now, because they, uh, is, I'm, I'm right in thinking that, aren't I, Brad, that the 540 is yeah. a little bit harder to come the, by? Yeah, the 580 has essentially replaced the 540. Now, it may be that the 580 works just as well, but I haven't used that, so I, I, I wouldn't want to. Uh, recommend it, but you can you can grab it from Colt Pens. Colt Pens have uh, a few colors of the 540 left, and I, it's pretty well priced. I mean, it's it's uh, 42 pounds, which for the quality of fountain pen that you're getting, I mean, obviously if you're in the UK, it helps with the, you know, not having to do the exchange. Um, I just think it's absolutely excellent, and uh, thank you, Anna, for uh, highlighting this pen again to me. No problem. Um, actually, I think the 580, the only change was they um, did some improvements on the plastic because I guess some people were having issues with the plastic on the 540s cracking. So I think there's an extra ring somewhere just to protect the plastic from, I think maybe people were over twisting the right. cap or the nib. Do you know, yep, Brad? There's, yeah, there's a metal piece in the section now so to uh, help prevent that cracking. But you can't get the beautiful 540 ROC. Like no. No. That's, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, that was one of the, my favorite purchases. It's, it's, I think it's potentially one of the, if not most, beautiful pen that I own, in my opinion. I just love it. I love it so much, especially with blue ink in it because it's got a clear yeah. body. So, yeah. Thanks to Brad for for first planting that seed in my mind. <laughs> hey, I bought you that one too. Well, I mean, you paid for it, but I ordered it for you. You did? Uh, Without you, I wouldn't uh, have got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Awesome. That's a good one. So, Anna, what did you? what is your fountain pen of choice? Well, I have se- been seeing a lot of people posting the um, Kuiko Sport um, art editions, and I thought those would be absolutely uh, spectacular as a gift because the plastics have that wonderful sort of modeled look. Um, Brad, didn't you just get an amber one? Yeah, it is beautiful. And I think Ed Jelly did just recently did a post that he got one of the amber ones too, but I found a website um, 
that showed all the different colors. There's a wonderful sort of yellow. um, There's a purple. And then there's one that's, and I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but it's like Axahir. Yeah. Does that sound right? Axahir. I was just about to, that is incredible. It's amazing. Why haven't I seen these? I don't know. I haven't figured out. I'll have to email Kawiko and say and see. But I don't Get understand. The these US. apparently, yeah, these <laughs> apparently have been out for like six or eight years, what? at least in a in a couple of the colors. And then they keep adding colors, but no, none of the retailers here in the U.S. really carry them. So it's it's very odd to me because it's an amazing pen. Oh man, maybe this is my wish list item. I had one, but now <laughs> maybe it's this. Whoa, look at this thing. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm. Mm, okay. You know, for I'm I'm a Kawiko fan to begin with, so th- for me this would be like, yeah, this sort of moves into sort of wish list territory. But I think you know, it's it's a good pen, it's good quality, and it's something that's very unusual, and a little you know would be harder for people to find. So it'd make a good gift. Where did you get yours from, Brad? Uh, Kawiko themselves. They sent it to me. Oh yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. you're, as you're part right of there. the, uh, they did a blogger package where they sent a bunch of pins and inks out, and that was one of them. Okay, I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will stand by awaiting the podcaster package to arrive. <laughs> the guest on the podcast blogger package. I'd, yeah. I'd like one of those too. We yeah, should. We'll, we'll put in a mention. Excellent. <laughs> you're up, Dowdy. All right, so mine's also on the the, the mini pin um, bandwagon here, like the like uh, Anna's art sport, the Franklin Christoph Model Forty Pocket. Oh, here's another wish list item. Mm, now. Yeah, no I'm kidding. This pen is amazing. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the chase. This is my favorite pen I own right now. Oh what? Oh, wow. Daddy, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> this and it is so cool. It is. It is just the coolest thing to look at. I t- I've taken a bunch of pictures. If you follow me on Instagram at all, yeah. you'll see all my little pictures of this pen because it is just so cool looking. It's the smoke and ice. It's this acrylic with this smoky kind of finish on it where you can see the inks through um, through the barrel. I mean, it's it's really, really well done. And the thing that really sets it off is the nib that I chose, I think. And that Franklin Christoph does a whole set of standard nibs and they're one price, like for the model 40, I think for the standard nibs, it's one nineteen fifty with a steel nib and you can choose, you know, every size, extra fine, medium stub nibs, whatever. Then they have a second set of nibs that have been finished by Mike Masuyama, who I always talk about is who does fantastic nib work. And he does specialty nibs where you can choose a steel needle point, nib which is finer than the extra fine or you can choose a cursive italic a medium cursive italic which is the one i chose plus another few um masuyama nibs and there's 135 or 139 it's either 15 or 20 dollars more that is well worth the cost this nib i have is spectacular um i started working on the review for this pen last night and there's not a pen in my collection right now that I'm reaching for and using more than this Model 40 Pocket. You did the crazy thing with the ink, though, right? Yes, I converted it to an eyedropper. So 
this it's a it's a cartridge pen just like any of the Kaveco sport pens you know you pop the small international cartridge in and you're good to go but the way this pen's designed especially on the clear models i think on the the, it it comes in some you know solid barrel models black and green and some cream colored and some various other non-translucent barrels but for the translucent barrel there was no way i wasn't going the eyedropper route um and they made they designed it to accommodate that uh, Franklin Korsthoff did. So you just put a little silicone gel around the uh, threads. I was nervous about doing it because I've never done it before. And this is a pocket pen that you literally do carry in your pocket just because of its size, um, like in a pants pocket. And uh, I was concerned about it linking, but it works so well. And um, it's cool. It's This is the coolest pen I own right now. I, I'm having more fun with this pen than I've had in, with any other pen in a long time. Sorry. <laughs> Troublemaker. Yes. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's dear. your wish? How's your wish list looking now, Mike? Oh, it's just well. I've, I, now I've got th- I've got three things on it now. <laughs> so uh, we go to ink now, um, and I think for me, it, it, you know, I I can only really recommend the ink that I've been using all year um which is the iroshizuku kompeki which is a deep azure blue ink uh, it's by pilot i for the i just love the color the, the blue color is just fantastic i i really like the orange ink that i have as well um uh, from the range but i think just as a you know you can't really use orange ink everywhere all the time um so i think this is a really really beautiful uh blue and it's a a purchase decision that I was very, very happy that I made. And so. it looks good in the rock. I'm sure it does. <laughs> well, I took two different paths, one of which is to say if you're looking for an ink gift for someone else, then Goulet Pen's Ink Drop subscription, totally the way to go. They would get to try a bunch of different kinds of ink and then sort of make a commitment um, to what they like. Um but the U.S. subscription is $10 a month, and it's $15 a month for overseas. And um, they have a prepay option. So if you were to buy it as a gift for a friend or a family member, you could just say, I'm going to buy three months' worth or six months' worth or a year, um, which I think is really cool. And I've, I've had a subscription now for going on two years, and I've, they've yet to duplicate a color. So you get five samples each month and so i have what does that mean i've probably got over 200 sample <laughs> bottles yeah, there's a there's a thing about that though for me where i'm worried that yes it's awesome to get all these sample bottles but then how many bottles of ink am i gonna buy the crazy thing to be honest i have to admit i don't actually buy that much because i know i'm gonna get five more samples next month okay so i know i'm gonna have something else to play with and so a lot of times it's sort of, I'm sort of satisfied with, I really like this color. It was great for, I mean, cause there's enough in the sample bottle for at least probably two loads on, you know, on a larger sized pen, probably three, if you're just like refilling cartridges or something like that. Um, and at a certain point you hit a point where you're like, okay, that color was fun. What else can I play with? <laughs> so I really like that. But I also like the idea that you can pick inks based on someone's other interests because ink manufacturers name their inks after all sorts of different things. So like um, Scribal Inks has 
all their inks sort of have a steampunky name to them and they're really nice inks. So they have like Kraken and Nessie. And so, I mean, if you know anybody who's really into steampunk and pens, a couple bottles of Scribal would be cool. Um, if somebody's uh, into history, Noodlers has so many different inks that are, you know, Aircore Blue or Antietam or Burma Road, you know, so it's like, and each of those colors, and I mean, every one of these brands, they make great inks. So it's, I mean, it's just a matter of picking either colors that you like or colors that maybe would mean something to somebody else. Like Diatramentus did a series of um, literary figures. Um, so ink colors based on a literary figure. So there's Sherlock Holmes, there's Jane Austen, there's Charles Dickens. And yes, I realize one of those is not an author. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, I, I, ended, I ended up with the uh, Ben Franklin Diatramentus, and that was shockingly good. I think that it's very nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think there's so many different, you know, I mean, if you know somebody who's particularly, you know, um, you know, interested in a particular topic, like Diamine uh, has a whole set of, um, like a box set of inks that are all based on f- flowers inspired by flowers so if you know somebody who's a gardener or into um flowers or just would think it was pretty and be there it's like slightly smaller bottles so there's i think there's 10 bottles in there and it's about i think 89 dollars a little pricey for a gift but kind of cool all right i went with the roar and Klingner scabiosa and the reason I did that is because I don't think this thing gets enough love. It is a It's because a, of the name. It's totally because of the name. So I'm gonna keep calling it, I'm gonna keep saying it. Um the scab ink. Um Maybe if you make it sound more like Harry Potter, like Scabioso. I know, I know. It it it's totally because of the name, I think, that it it doesn't get it enough love. But when you see this ink on paper, it's one of the coolest, coolest inks, uh inks going. I'm always make sure I have some pen inked up with this usually a, a wider nib pen because it's got good shading um like a stub nib it's a, it's in my twisby mini stub um a lot just because i like writing you know letters or notes with that and um sending them off and and people always comment what what's that ink you use what's that what is that ink and um it's it's roar and Klingner scabiosa i don't even know if i'm saying it right but i guess it's I, i've looked it up before i guess it's a plant or a berry or something like that um is is where the name comes from but um, it's a beautiful kind of a dusty purple ink that I never thought I would like until I got a sample of it. And now I own a bottle of it and it's always loaded because it is just that good. Just a shame about the name. It is. It is. So I'm going to keep saying it and uh, that way people will just buy it and they'll go, oh, I should have bought this scabioso a long time ago. <laughs> Brad's ink has scabies. Mm-hmm. Man, it does. so in regards to paper i mean i think i I may be not going with the the the, the obvious choice um i'm gonna pick what's probably the best notebook that that i've used in the last year which is the rodeo web notebook um i've only used one of them um just because i've had things like field notes and stuff kind of get in the way and i don't really use this size of notebook anymore um, but if you are like a, maybe you've got somebody in your life who is a, a professional person and they work in an office and everybody has the moleskin notebook, 
well, you can get them one of these, and then you know you can get them either in orange, or they have a bunch of colours now as well, as well as just the black and orange standard, and they have like turquoise and and purple and loads of different really interesting colours of the web notebook, and they had them in different sizes too, um, but the paper quality is is bar none uh, for this type of notebook, and uh, I think that I, I especially if you're somebody in your life is a fountain pen user. And they're they're really really going to love the uh, the rodeo paper. Yeah, that's a great choice. I, I I'm very happy with all the the web notebooks and pretty much any rodeo product you can't go wrong with. Absolutely. So what well, do you have on a fur paper? Okay, I got two things. Um, one is the new standard memorandum agenda from Word Notebooks. Have you guys seen this yet? Yes, I've seen the pictures, and it looks killer. Oh, it's so beautifully designed. Damn you, John Contino. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge John Contino fan, so that's kind Absolutely. of a no-brainer. He's, it's interesting because he did the covers on the um, Doan notebooks, right? The, right. Their he did pocket the notebooks. Special edition. He did the special edition. Um, there was a Doan, uh, John Contino edition, the one with like the burgundy color cover. Mm-hmm. Um, with yep, the white lettering. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, so this standard memorandum, he kind of, John did a bunch of research about like, the, I guess his grandfather had these, um, these old little pocket um, agendas that he kept and he like noted the weather or uh, any event that happened. And I guess he found this whole like box of his, you know, like 20 years, 30 years of his grandfather's life sort of documented in these little notebooks. And he's like, I want to make some of those. And so he worked with word notebooks. Um, so it's like a tall, skinny format that would probably fit pretty easily in a back pocket or a shirt pocket. Um, and then they, um, and they're, the books themselves are, are $11 for 2014. And then they also have um, leather covers that you can slide the book into, which um, they're selling for 45 And you get the book and the cover for 45 so. Yeah, I think I might have to get. I might have to. Might have to break down and get one of those because I, I really like how they look. The, I think. The, oh, the I like design. The, the format. No, the, the, the designer says yes. Like everything, the type is beautiful. The mm-hmm. it, like everything he did aesthetically is really nice. And they, hopefully they're they functional. They give you uh, a monogram. They do a monogram for free on the leather cover as well, which is kind of it's kind of classy. Nice. So hopefully nice. they'll keep doing this each year, and you can just refill the leather cover each year um kind of just keep track of sort of those little life events and stuff mm-hmm. well my paper choice was was definitely on the on the obvious side i picked up uh, mike's obvious mantle here but with a with a specific intent in mind since uh, a lot of times during the holidays one of the biggest gifts um that that people give each other is uh booze <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that for all your booze loving friends that the field notes drink local ales and lagers pack would is like it's probably one of the best gifts this Christmas just even for people who don't use paper and might you know use the notebooks like we use and if you want to get them into something that's cool and they just don't think yeah you sent me a notebook you know it comes with you know all the notebooks have the different beer names plus it comes with this cool coaster that that um that they can use so i think just from a gift perspective i think this would be one of the coolest things and if you get a pack of each that's 20 dollars, which is a pretty good um, gift range 
uh, price for for people. Um, I think it's kind of a no-brainer uh, Christmas gift for a lot of people that want to, uh, you know, either throw it in, you know, someone's stocking or give it to them as a gift, you know, along with their, their bottle of whiskey you know, or their uh, case of beer. Or you could start somebody's uh, Field Notes subscription oh, this look month. At you. And, and they would get <clears throat> the um, bloggers and ales in the package, I think, that comes in the little cardboard carrier that makes it look like a little six-pack. Yep, yep. And, um, and, and then they'd get three more over the course of the year plus the, um, a set of cra- two sets of craft. A uh, set of mixed and a yeah, set of mixed and a set of graph. Is that how it was? Mm-hmm. I think so. But anyway, uh, on that on a side note, there um, the email came out this week. It did. So Next uh, week, stay tuned. New edition. And- no way! I missed my email. Yeah. Mm. Yep. When my junk mail filters working overtime. <laughs> I think but, it came out this morning or yes, last night, something like that. Uh, I think it was yesterday. And do you know what, yesterday. Brad? That, that this marks my renew time. Ah, cool. Mine- Mine too. Came around I'm hoping. Quick. I'm hoping my husband gets me another subscription for Christmas. I made a point of saying that'd make a great gift, hun. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a great idea for you. So yeah, I'm going to be uh, renewing mine this week. One of the best purchases I made in the last year. I love it. Absolutely love it. So I, I recommend that too. Awesome. Um, that actually leads quite nicely into my accessory pick. Um, and I know that we spoke about it at length last week, so we don't need to go into too much detail. But the Doxy Flip, I think, is a, a really, really awesome accessory for the uh, the person in your life, the pen addict in your life, um, especially if they use the small notebooks, like the Field Notes allows them to digitize them um, and, and just sort of bridges the gap between pen and paper and technology. So I would pick the Doxy Flip as a, as a real great accessory. Uh, you guys that. have me very interested in those it's definitely worth it if you put a lot of notes into a book like a field notes i would really recommend it yeah it's very cool i want to bring this thing around and let other people use it just so they can see how cool it is because it's it's that portable and that easy to use and you know it's one of those products that just works and it does a really good job at what it it's intended to do mm-hmm. well speaking of things you can do with your field notes my recommendation for an accessory is the groove from uh, Mr. Dudek. Nice. Excellent choice. I'm surprised at how much I like mine. I told I told Mike, I said, you know, I saw them and I thought, yes, that's a very masculine, it's kind of a dude thing. And um, then I got mine and I'm like, nope, it looks awesome with all my um, vintage Estabrooks standing up upright and proud. Yeah, it is... It's extremely well designed, and it's it's just cool to look at. I I think uh, I think that's Mike's best product yet. Oh, easily. I use mine every day when I come home. I put my field notes in the uh, in the in the like the, the groove, um, and and so that's where they live. It's just I've, it, and it's where I put most of my pens. I think they're fantastic. I really yep. really love it. My accessory that I chose. It's also something kind of sort of we've talked about recently, at least talked about one product. It's the One Star Leather Goods Kaveco Sport Pin Case. Now, I don't have this yet, 
um, I was going to order it, and it just happened that Keegan and I from one st- Keegan from One Star happened to be conversing about his products, and he offered to send me one. I don't ever ask vendors or retailers for products. It just happened that the timing worked out extremely well. I was hoping it would be in before this episode, um, but it is not yet. But regardless, I would order it, and I'll probably order a couple more because I'd like my mini fountain pens like the Kavecos and like the Franklin Kristoff. And that's what I'm going to use it for is for that crank Franklin Kristoff pocket, uh, 40. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably order another two or three of these just because they're a, a good price. It's $25. And, you know, Mike, you know how well that leather is made and how well it's stitched and how cool it looks. Yeah. Um, I just think for something, this is something I've been looking for for individual small fountain pens and um it, it looks ideal to me so i can't wait to get this in remember last week i was talking about an ipad case mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> one star so I, I don't know what you're talking about okay yeah i i don't know what i'm that was a sneeze i'm sorry i sneezed right there sorry <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out it's a bad sneeze <laughs> All right, so now we have a random random pick. I figured, you know, since you know we had, you know, some defined topics, we could uh, include anything from any of those other topics or any other random thing we wanted to think that would, you know, make a good gift guide selection. So, what do you got, Mike? Uh, the Cosmonaut Stylus by Studio Neat. Oh, that's a good call. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I know there's been some talk today about this this new stylus from the people that make uh, the paper application. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hadn't seen that yet. I'll check that out. Uh, papers. I did see that. Yeah, the guys. I think it's Fifty Three is the name of the company, mm-hmm. um, and they mm-hmm. they've made a new stylus called uh, pencil, and it's like shaped like a architect's pencil, and it actually looks like it does some really awesome stuff. Uh, but they don't ship to the UK. But also, I mean, they've obviously done something really great. But I think it's to me, clear that they've taken the cue from the Studio Neat guys in that they've not tried to create a pen. They've tried to create something bigger than a pen because an iPad does not have the precision to make a line like a pen. It just doesn't exist because their pressure sensitivity is not built into the screens. Mm -hmm. So Dan and Tom at Studio Neat, they came up with the Cosmonaut, which is, it feels like you're writing with a dry erase marker on the iPad and it's built excellently well um, and I really really love mine I've had it for a couple of years and it's and I still use it it's absolutely fantastic so that's my, yeah, that's my choice it's awesome I, I'm, actually, I'm actually on my second one because when we moved I lost the first one I ordered and I said well I don't really need a stylus I can get along without it and that lasted about a week and I ordered a second one oh awesome. yeah, it's that good I, like, I love that stylus it is really really cool I was I was looking at that um, the fifty three, um, the paper fifty three pencil today, um, and to me it looks more like a carpenter's pencil. Yeah, like that's a what they flat went with. wide. Yeah, um, but the price point is, I don't know. For a stylus, it makes me a little nervous. How it's, much is the it? The U.S. price is about sixty dollars. They have wow. one that's actually like a birch. I think it was a birch or some sort of wood, and then they had one that was aluminum. And I think the black aluminum was maybe ten dollars cheaper, but still. Um, people always talk about how can you possibly spend $50, 60 $100 on a fountain pen. 
because, you know, they always say, oh, I always misplace mine, I always lose mine. That's how I am with stylus. I go through them like, well, I don't know why, they just vanish. I cannot keep them, so I cannot bring myself to spend $60. Yeah, so <laughs> this one has got Bluetooth technology in it as well, and, it, and it's doing some funky stuff. I think that's why it's a bit more expensive. Yeah. But I'm curious to hear more about it. Yeah, me too. I'm, I really wish I could get my hands on one because it does look really cool. But maybe if somebody wants to help me do such a thing, let me know. I'm sure we could find somebody who can yeah. help you. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I went totally random on my selection, and I have been eyeballing um, a mason jar cocktail shaker. Nice. <laughs> because the sound of ice clinking in a cocktail shaker is the happiest sound in the world to me. <laughs> so, but my problem is like the metal cocktail shakers, I can never get those stupid things open. So my alcohol is trapped inside. I can't get it out. Which is the so worst possible the, the thing to The Mason jar one is actually a twist top. So I think I can open that. So, Man, I love that. I'm going to have to check that out. That might go on my list. That's pretty cool. It's- so for, for mine, I actually, for my random, I actually had, um, a couple things down, and Anna, you covered one of them. The Goulet Pens Ink Drop, I think, is a great choice for a gift because just for all the all the things you said, you get to try all these inks. You can, you know, purchase it for X amount of months as a gift. And along those same lines, my my other choice is also a subscription type service that you can give as a gift, and that's Art Snacks. Um, they do a cool little box um, once a month. You get uh, four or five different art supplies for, you know, this is a great one for kids or for like teenagers that are, you know, in art, into art in school or, you know, even for those for, you know, your significant others that, you know, like to draw and experiment with new products. This kind of forces forces your hand by sending you different things that you maybe didn't know that you wanted or liked and, and you can try different things. I mean, it comes with all different types of pens or paints or brushes or erasers, just really all kinds of um, cool, cool little things that um, you get in a box once a month. And, uh, you know, Art Sack, they, they sponsored the show before and they've always been on my, on my radar as a, as a great gift option for someone out there. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. That was my Got last one. one. I still get it every month. Nice. You you've been liking it still. It's. It, I don't use a lot of the stuff that comes in it. Like there's been a few things where I've I've used, but I really like receiving it. It's not that expensive, and I end up with a bunch of really cool things. Like there are stuff in there. Like there's a bunch of markers that I have. So I have a bunch of like cool um, permanent markers now, and they've got loads of like um, jewel pens. You know, like brush mm-hmm. tips and and like f- like one side and like a fine felt tip on the other. Just really cool stuff, and they include an American suite in each one, which I <laughs> I enjoy. What was, uh, late- what was the latest? Oh, I, I think it was some. Uh, oh, it was, I think it was Laffy Taffy. Okay, <laughs> which I'd never had before. How um, how much is the subscription? Uh, I think it's it's twenty a month, I believe. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. not bad. It's it just you here. just end up with a really random list like you just i've really sort of random box of stuff here it's 20 dollars a month and you get four to five items in each pack i think it's cool it's just a cool little thing to get yep yep very cool so we're onto the wish list now yeah let's uh let's see what we uh what we want what our listeners are getting us for christmas 
So aside from the two that I've had added to my list, which is the uh, Kuwaiko art, and and I and I'm really interested in the uh, Axa here, Axa here color, which is like a sort of a black and a silver one, which is really nice, and the Franklin Christoph, of course. Um, I want a pelican. Mm. Um, I don't know what one I want because I'm scared of them. A oh little my bit, god! I think. Uh, you stole my wish list item. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, no. No. Well, I haven't given a specific model. So I just want a pelican. I don't know what pelican I want. Because uh, I'm kind of intimidated by them. So basically for me, I want one that somebody picks for me that they know is the right one. Interesting. Well, I put on my wish list is the Pelican M205. Um, and when I told a friend of mine that I was thinking about getting one and I wasn't sure, fine, extra fine, something else, you know, um, she actually made a point of stopping whatever she was doing and writing me a letter with her M205, fine, to show me what it would look like. Oh, wow. And mailed it to me. And then like two weeks later, her pen case, I guess she left it on the train and she lost no. her M205. She did. She lost her M205 oh. and she lost her Twisby and a couple of other pens. So I sent her my Twisby 540 because I felt so bad. I kept my mini, but I sent her my 540. Um, but, but yeah, because I couldn't really replace her M205. But. This is something you need to do with Knock, Brad. You need to make an unlosable pen case. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to put some tracking in there and I'm going to start working check. with the NSA. Yeah, I'm going to give them a yes. call. Because you can imagine NSA. somebody somebody found her pen case on the train and was like, I oh. don't want any of this stuff. This wasn't oh, yeah. money. This wasn't credit cards. This is a bunch of pens and a glue stick. Mm-hmm. Damn and it. They, and they threw it. They probably threw it out. Oh, man. I know. Isn't rough. that awful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, so M205 is on my list. So it's two Which pelicans. Color? Which pelican? Oh, you know, I've gone back and forth. I've started with the white, then I said red, and now I'm on to black. So yeah. any of the colors would be fine. Yeah, Which all, one are you going to get me? <laughs> yeah, I know. They're all good. They're all good. I thought you might go uh, demonstrator style with the green. I thought about it, but it comes with the double broad, so I'd have to yeah, have somebody buy me an extra nib, too. The classic, the classic red, white, or black, is it, it's hard to go wrong with any of those. I know they're beautiful. So a pen that's been on my wish list for a while, and I don't know if or when I will ever get it because it's pretty expensive. Um, but I've been fascinated ever since he introduced it, and that's uh, Brian Gray's Edison Menlo Pump Filler. So what it is is Brian took an old style filling system and modernized it into fitting his pens which you know i love edison pens as it is and this is it looks like the old vacuumatic type filling system but which no one makes anymore and uh, that's maybe oversimplifying it i think it's probably a bit a little bit more detailed than that um we'll put a link into the show notes you can read about this filling system but ever since brian has released this pen i've been eyeballing it um, but it's pretty expensive. I want to say it starts like around three fifty. Yeah, it starts at three three fifty. But and since it's not a production line, 
um, pen. It's a signature line pen, and the way that works with Edison. I, you, if I did get to do this, well, he does have some that he makes, I guess, that are standard colors. There's a group of standard colors, but what you can do is you can actually specify some of the colors. I think that's a little more expensive to do that. Dear but Lord, I don't know. They're beautiful, though. Oh boy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This this isn't something I'm getting for Christmas. It's, but it's one of the top items on my wish list just because it's i mean it's super stunning looking um I, yeah i don't I, I can't say enough about this pen i'm going to uh send this link to anna that i just found and she's going to she's going to yell at me so oh, i great. i just happened to stumble across this as i was scrolling through the edison page um it it's pretty <sighs> awesome you so are evil. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'll, oh, I guess I should share this with Mike so he could see what yeah. I'm yelling at. But I found a nice, I uh, found a nice translucent green one on there that I will have to. That's pretty. That's pretty sexy. So I don't. That's, that's uh. It's on. That's pretty close to the top of my my wish list. So yeah, the Edison Menlo pump filler. So that's something I want. Um, I also put down that you know even if I if I didn't get a a fountain pen like for Christmas. One of the things I've been waiting for is for Mike Masuyama to get relocated out to LA so I could send him three or four pens for nib work. I mean, that's a good gift to give to myself because it's it's not cheap and it's not something you do all the time and you got to send your pens off for a month or two at a time. But I've been saving up for uh, and and having some nibs um, to keep you know, getting worked on. And um, yeah, so that's that's really what I want to do. Um, for myself, probably for Christmas. There we go. I think that's it. Yeah. Well, I think we got some good ideas here for people. Hopefully, uh, I maybe uh, maybe people should send us what's on their wish list for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I think on Twitter they can send me and that you would and be Anna. Awesome. Because I would love to see you always learn so much from our our listeners and our Twitter followers and things like that. So see what's on everyone else's radar. Totally. I would love yes. to see that. So, Mike, you want to tell them how to get in touch? Yes, please. I would love to. So, you can get in touch with me. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. If you'd like to get in touch with Mr. Brad Dowdy, he is at Dowdy. And, Anna, you are at Well APT Desk, right? A-P-P-T. A-P-P-T. Oh, so close. That's okay. <laughs> uh, well, at Well APT Desk. And Anna also writes at the well-appointed desk, and Brad is at the pen addict. So, is that everything for everyone? I think we got it, sir. Yep. Excellent, Anna. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thank you having for you having me show. on again. Yeah, it's a real pleasure every time you're on. Thanks, guys. And that's it for this week's episode of the Pen Addict. If you'd like to grab any of the links in our massive show notes this week, you can go to 5x5.tv slash penaddict slash 81. And me and Brad will be back next week. And uh, if you need our shipping addresses, then just let us know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And thanks so much for listening. Say goodbye, Brad. (laughs) Goodbye, Brad. Say goodbye, Anna. Goodbye, Anna.